Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hanging Shavs podcast. I'm Matt Shaver. I'm Mike Pavlik. And we are together in my basement for our first ever Christmas episode. Yes, happy holidays. Uh, do you usually say happy holidays or Merry Christmas to people? Recently? Yes. Um, since I've been in Ohio, I say Merry Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. I kind of just balls the wall, Merry Christmas. I've, I've taken a stance on it. I actually like that. I like that firm stance. I will say Merry Christmas, and I said it. It's wild now because even like boomers are scared to say oh yes well, Merry Christmas now. Depends. Even when it's like evident, like so. Here's here's what I kind of do. I just look at the guy and I'm like, Have you watched NASCAR on TV? Mm. And if the answer to that question is yes, mm. I generally say Merry Christmas. So I I forget where I was the other day. Oh, I'm um I'm at an office and the guy there's a guy who's like the security guard there who's literally like okay he's big beard big white guy definitely has watched NASCAR at some point in his life. I was like heading out and I go, oh, hey, uh, if I don't see a, uh, or he said, he said, oh, happy holidays. Mm. And I'm going, I turn around and go, oh yeah, if I don't see a Merry Christmas. And he was like taken aback for a second. Yeah. Like, did someone just say Merry Christmas to me? Yeah. And then he goes, oh, Mer- Merry Christmas. Yeah. And then I keep walking. And it's like, like kind of in like one of those like autocratic societies where like, you know, someone is like, they don't know if like the Gestapo's listening or <laughs> right, not. So literally. Just like, oh, oh my God, he's. Okay, we could do it. Yes, he's part of the underground society. That's what it feels that's, like. That's you know, they, they used to say, uh, in one of the history classes, I remember them saying, like, to ident- when Christians were heavily persecuted or something, mm, they would, yeah. like, make half the fish in, like, the sand or the dirt with their foot. I don't know if this is true or not. I want to like, hear it, though. You know the old religious, like, symbol of the fish? Yes. Where it's oh, just two lines. It's just it. two lines. Everybody's got a crazy so, ant with that shit on their I guess, car. Yeah, I guess someone would just make one of the lines with their foot. And then if you were like a Christian too, you would complete the line by making the line in the opposite direction and it would make the fish on the ground. And so they knew, that's how they knew like, oh, you're a Christian too. Like you'd be, you in, know. In what, in what capacity? Like your neighbor or something? Well, you just be, you? if you met someone or you're having a conversation with someone, and oh, I think that fuck. was a way of idea. It was literally like the fucking like freedom fighting French in World War II. Like, yeah. Like you'd like make a, a line with your foot on the ground, and then if they like understood what was going on, they would see it and they would like complete the line. Then you'd be like, oh, they're a Christian. Yeah. I don't know if that's true uh, at we're all. Gonna, we're going to say it's true because that's yeah. badass. That's yeah. very cool, and it works with the symbol of the fish to make it way cooler than it just being a fish. Yeah, or you know when people had like, they had like the secret handshakes, like oh, you're yeah. handshaking someone, oh, yeah. and then you like touch them a different, touch their arm or something a certain way, and they're like, oh, they're one of us. That's like what saying Christmas is to people now. I, I like, like the fish. I like the fish move. The fish was like, better. Yes, the fish yes, is better. That's it, much more exciting. Secret handshakes always just, I think they're lame. I don't know. Unless you yeah. get really elaborate with them to the point where it's like, Trying to learn like a new math subject. Oh yeah, and you're like, yeah, it's super interesting. If you do, do those, do you it's remember awesome. when we went to Miami? Visited Miami. Well, you probably don't remember, but do you remember when we went to Miami? I do. Yeah, you don't I remember being well, there. Mentioned it. Maybe there are bits and pieces that have PTSD flashbacks. It was one of the mind. first, or uh, it was it was one of the times we went freshman year mm-hmm. uh, before mm. everyone had had rushed fraternities. I actually don't think I went on this trip. You never went freshman. I year? didn't go. I know because you stayed in You're right. anonymous, you, you anonymous friend one's uh, dorm, and he had two. I remember really weird memories. He had two like yellow speakers. Okay, and I just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you remember something from the trip. I wasn't even there. I wasn't I'm even at the trip. You can't play that card. I was never even at the trip. <laughs> the only time, dude, that's what's sad. The only time I literally went ever went to Miami University is literally when I almost was deceased. That's the only time. It's the only time I was ever there. Jesus, it's crazy. Well, uh, one of the yeah, other. No, I don't know if that was the only time. You might have gone again. But one of the one of the earliest times we went, I remember. 
one of our friends or a couple of them were, were rushing De- uh, Delt, uh, no, mm. no, not Tri Delt, uh, DTD. 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 Yeah, yeah. Which like sounds like a 1970s Vietnam drug too. Yeah, it does. Oh man, yeah. yeah they gave us all this DTD. Oh, we got us some DTD, us, DTD yeah. last night and fuck. Yeah. If we would have known what the DTD was back then, we wouldn't have taken all that. But man, it made us pretty crazy. <laughs> um, and we were at this party. I just remember this. Uh, this had to have been sophomore year, and we're there and. Uh, these guys are, are, or I'm like introducing myself. I was so fucked up and I just kept introducing myself to people. I was like, oh, yo, I'm in DTD at OSU. And like, just for no reason, just to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. I just could be like, oh, I'm in DTD at OSU. And guys were like, no, you're not, dude. And I was like, yeah, I am, dude. And they're like, no, we know your buddy so and so. She said you're not. I'm like, well, he doesn't know. I just got in. They're, are these current DTDs? These are like, yeah, oh. guys who are in the fraternity at Miami. I would have expected them to be like, dude, I know every brother in this fraternity. Like, well, no, it was bad. These were guys at Miami. So I was saying I was in at Ohio oh. State and just to, just to fuck with them. Oh, okay. And and they were like, and then I remember one guy being like, "All right, dude, like give me the handshake." And I was like, "Uh, yeah." And I just remember like dapping him up and doing like some real fuck shit, yeah. like like grabbing his vein on his arm or something or like pinching him. That's definitely how one of the oldest fraternities handshake starts is with a dap up. Well, it's like, <laughs> like I think I just like slapped his arm and then like I don't even know what I did, like twisted my hand or something. Yeah. But it was just something so stupid. He was like, that wasn't even fucking close, dude. And I was like, you guys must do it different here. And then like a bunch of dudes at the party got pissed and started like yelling at me. And that's when one of our friends was like, we should just go to the next, yeah. we should go to the bars. Let's just get out of here. Yeah, yeah. But that's what, that's what the secret handshake reminded me of. Um, so you were, oh, s- we were talking about the fish. Yeah, the Jesus fish, the Christ. fish. That was yeah, a the classic fish. get off subject real quick. Yeah, yeah. So you, so, uh, before oh, the sh- yeah, with Merry Christmas. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> really so, God. yes, I've been saying Merry Christmas to people. Long story short. I was like, dude, where the fuck did we start this race at? <laughs> I was like, what country are we in right now? And I looked back. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yes, fuck. okay, okay. And if they watch NASCAR, then you can go ahead and say Merry yes. Christmas. Yes. There yes, are just yes. some people that I look at and I can tell I can say Merry Christmas to. Mm. Um. But then it's a slippery slope because then you start just firing off. No, everywhere. I think that's one of those uh, like discrimination things that is completely fine. Like you can discriminate for like for who you say Happy Christmas to or Merry Christmas. Okay, to. but then you yeah. feel kind of dirty a little bit. I I feel a little I feel, dirty sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just like man, you Merry get a Christmas, little bit of an adrenaline rush saying Merry Christmas yeah, to, to a right. stranger. Now mm-hmm. you're like, was that? Are they gonna? But like, what is anyone gonna do? Like, we don't live in in Los Angeles. That's true. We, you live in Austin, so it yes. might be a little different there. But if I say Merry Christmas to someone who's Jewish, they might just say Merry Christmas back to me here. Like, no one, no one's gonna be like, yes, um, actually, um, I saw yeah. No one gives a stop fuck. you and turn you around and sit you in a chair. And yeah, put a bag like, over yes, my head and yes. start yes. kicking the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah not here, excited. not here. Um, and then yeah, so I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I, I've. Found that uh, what I usually, say? Say, what I usually say? say happy holidays. Happy holidays. I just I want to eliminate the chance of putting myself in any more mm. conflicting statements that I've already made or mm. already going to make. So uh, you're like, wait a minute, you're you wait, say so Merry Christmas. Like you're that guy. You're that guy that beat that yeah. chick up. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're, that, gee, what the fuck? you're that guy that made that Ray Rice joke. Wait a minute, get over here. <laughs> we gotta lock you up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eliminating as much. Uh, strategic ambiguity as possible or okay. ambiguity i don't okay. even know if it'll be strategic, strategic Learned, had a conversation about that a couple weeks ago at work and i really uh no outside of work there's strategic uh, like a, ambiguity mm-hmm. what, there's what, a powerpoint what? presentation group that i do with some friends and we got on the subject <laughs> of uh 
China and Taiwan. And then we started going into a Ah. 15-minute conversation about strategic ambiguity. Can you explain what that is? Uh, Strategic... uh, Can you say it first say it. Goddamn tongue twister. Uh, Strategic ambiguity would be um, like committing yourself to something without committing yourself to it. So like in the case of Taiwan, it's like the United States is saying like, Oh, we back you, uh, but we also don't. But like, you're not a country. Yeah, right. Like, whatever we do. It's kind of like when you're uh, trying to look out your windshield and like the rain or fog is coming and you can look out it, but not very well. So barely see. Okay. Uh okay. Yeah. I was going to say like when someone's trying to make plans with you and you're like, yeah, like let's do that. And, but that's all you say to them. Yeah. You don't offer up a time or a place or yeah. anything, you're just kind of like, oh. yeah, for sure, let's do that. Do you think that's on the other person to come up with something, or do you think that's on the like, who is that on in that scenario? Is it just somebody's got to pick up the baton? And yeah, I mean, if flag? you if you really want to hang out with someone, I think you got to kind of do the groundwork, and it should become obvious mm. very very quickly whether or not the other person actually wants to hang out with you. Because mm. if you're like, oh, uh, let's go see this movie on Tuesday. Mm. if they're interested they'll be like oh cool like what time like i could go at like 7 30 mm. if they're not interested they might say something like okay sounds good and then mm-hmm. leave it at that mm-hmm. and so if you really want to hang out with them you got to be like then you got to be like okay i'm thinking this theater at this time and then they could either go like okay great or then they kind of fi- have to find a way out of it yeah 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 you know yeah mm-hmm. which can be very difficult to be able to scramble that fast maybe it's just in the case of food food seems to be the subject that makes it most difficult because like with events maybe it's more easy to make it official and pick something uh-huh. where like food it's kind of harder to scramble and i only say this because the other day what do you mean yeah, yeah use it i don't understand the other day one of our anonymous friends was like, oh, what are you doing? Do you want to get food before we hang out? Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, do you have any place in mind? And he was like, we're up for anything. Oh, that's just called being lazy. <laughs> that's just called being super lazy. And then me being the like, not in Cleveland for a very long time, I was yeah. like, fuck. Well, yeah. all right. I don't know where to eat. And then I just go to like Google and search it. And then I just find everything with like 4.4 to 4.6 stars. I'm like, no, no, no. At that point, do all these restaurants have 4.4 to 4.6 stars. Because everyone here stars. has a terrible taste of food. That's these all, can't all the be Like the fucking rallies have 4.4. So everyone's everyone's stupid here. But, but uh, the, the it, at that point, if it's your friend, it's just like a ping pong game. Yes. Because it's like, who's trying to do less work? Somebody's got to nail like, it they, down. You, you guys want to hang out. Right. But someone's like, someone's like I'm not going to pick a place. Yes. I'm not going to. If it's with your friends, you're just playing a game of ping pong. So at that point, if I were you, and they're like, you want to get food, and you're like, you got to spear the ping pong at that point. You got no, no, you got to be like, you got to you got to hit it back so hard that they have to like put they, it in their mouth. It's they lose it. Ah, yeah. okay. so they so so they lose the point. So it'd be like, mm. they, so they said to you, oh, want to get food, mm-hmm. and you said, yeah, sure, I'm down. Mm-hmm. And then they said, what again? They said, oh, well, I said, I said, what do you have in mind? Oh, you said, what do you have in mind? Right. Okay. Any idea? And they said, yeah. they said, oh, I'm, I'm for, for anything. Yeah. That's when you literally just go like, you pick a, you pick a genre. You go like, how about Chinese? Mm. And then they have to go like, no or yeah, sounds good. We we had the Chinese conversation like twelve episodes ago, didn't we? About the egg rolls. I think so. Yeah, I, dude, I still have not really found great Chinese anywhere in Austin. Uh, I don't know. If That's Cleveland not surprising. Is, there's a really good Chinese place over by the new brewery, the Immigrant Sun or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. kind of a wild name. I immigrant want the Sun. backstory on that name. I'm guessing they were the son of uh, an immigrant. That might be it. Yeah, yeah. That was my, that was my uh, guess. But yeah, that, at that point, it's just, a, it's just yes. a ping pong game. Yes, okay. Uh, we were talking before we hit record. You got to make sure it's still recording. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay. That So 
you I think you said this on the last episode. You deleted your Instagram. I did delete my Instagram. It's but on right. It's how kind have of you weird. been? How have it's you very been? so people always say that like Instagram is like cigarettes. This process is like um probably like an opium addiction right now. It's like okay. okay, yeah, I'm not doing it anymore, but I'm not completely sober. Um right. like you know, like <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a lot yeah, exactly. I'm doing a lot less than I was doing before, but okay. I'm still not in good shape. Okay. So deleted Instagram off my phone, and for the longest time I was going into the search tab. And then going to the search tab and then searching it in there. So it's pretty much still on my phone. Oh, so but it like, just, wasn't on my phone. So you were using it on Safari on your phone? No, no like the, the phone search. Like it wasn't on my oh. like, uh, How does that work? page. No fucking idea. I don't, but I couldn't delete it. I couldn't find any way to delete it. So I just, <laughs> I hit it. From so you just everything. deleted it off your homepage. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You're deleting the physical But app. then I could still find it if I searched it in oh. the search tab yeah, of yeah, my whole yeah. phone. So what was the point of that? Exactly. There was no point. <laughs> I thought that it would actually make a difference, but it made no difference. Then you difference. just immediately flipped to the left, searched it, pulled it up. Exactly. Okay. So exactly. now what have you done? Where are now you? Now I your... hid everything from my phone. So now I can't do that. I can't okay. go straight to the search tab. I have to physically search it and then maybe it pops up, but I haven't even found out if it pops up anymore. Okay. So it's not on my phone it's anymore. It's not on your phone. So I've been doing it on the desktop in like <laughs> periodic little hits. It's like if I would go into like my bathroom and so like- you go to you know, a methadone take, clinic. Yeah, take a hit yeah. of a cigarette and it's like, all right, that's my only one for today. Yeah. But the thing with that too is it makes it like impossible to comment on other people's stories because the Instagram page doesn't fit my computer screen. Oh my so God. So it's like, it's like- Wait, can't you just like change I, your browser now size? That I, I just thought of it. Yes, I could. <laughs> I could just do that, but I have not done that. So like videos don't fit my screen, like posts, I kind of get partial of it. So um, you've been, you've been viewing half yeah. Instagram posts and Instagram stories yep. and commenting and liking on your computer. Yep. That is correct. Uh-huh. And it's actually been working out very well. My screen time is down considerably. I only go well, on to Instagram well, wait, like three or wait, four wait, times wait. a day. Wait, your screen time on your phone. Correct. It's down. But it's Have good. you added back in no. the screen time on your computer? I, I don't scroll as much on the computer. It doesn't okay. have that addictive quality of right. scrolling on right. the computer. So I just go on. I check people's stories. I either hit the point of saying, wow, I really don't give a fuck about any of these people's stories right. that I'm watching. And I can abort quicker. You know you can mute stories. I do do that. But then there's some people that I don't want to mute, but I also don't give a fuck about. Right. What's the <laughs> one? Is that like hate viewing? You're like, fuck this person, but I want to see what uh, James Harden's posting. I think today. that is literally what it is. It's just like, wow, I haven't talked to this person in legitimately eight years at least. Uh, and yet I'm yeah. still seeing what they're like. Yeah, you want to keep up with their life. But like, oh, I, yeah. I don't, but you also don't give a fuck about that person. Like you didn't give a fuck yeah. about that person eight years ago, but for some reason you You're follow them and are watching. You know, I'm, I'm about to go on a big uh, unfollow you if you're married kick in a second here. I'm about to go on a big unfollow you if I you're I think that's kick. very justified. Yeah. It's been... Not, there's too many married the, people. And not just women, mostly women, but a lot of guys too. Well, yeah, women usually need a guy for marriage. No, 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 I mean... Until recently. No, 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 I mean... And not, I'm not only going to unfollow married women. I'm oh. going to unfollow married men too. Mm. Not just not just because I'm like, oh, they're not single anymore. Yeah. I'm no, I'm doing it on both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> but it's mostly women. It's mostly women that I was like, oh, well, they're married now. So I either have to destroy their marriage in some fantasy, oh, fantasy, or I just have to unfollow them on Instagram. And then <laughs> that'll never come to fruition. There's a lot of people where I'm like, I used to be good friends with them or acquaintances. Mm -hmm. And then I see them on Instagram now. I'm like, well, I can't unfollow this person because and this is how my brain works because mm -hmm. i'm like what if i run into them mm -hmm. in three years and i'm trying to have a conversation with them 
and I can't bring up anything because I haven't seen mm. their Instagram posts. Mm. And I don't know that they live in upstate Michigan now and have a dog and are married like mm-hmm. because I didn't have them on Instagram. And, and their breast so cancer is in remission. Right, yeah. Yes. So I get worried. I'm like, I'm like, I can't unfollow this person because that would look bad on me if this person who used to be my friend, if I see him again, I'm like, oh, what's new? And they're like, oh, you don't know? But then I think of what <laughs> I would do to other people too. See, this is like the cognitive dissonance is if someone came up to me and they're like, what have you been up to? I wouldn't be like, oh, you haven't been following my Instagram? You fucking, I'd be like, oh, I just went to Argentina. I saw yeah. blah, 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 like I'm doing this now. Yeah, like I would just like, tell them. I wouldn't like be like, be you like, didn't see my Instagram story. It's like, first off, how dare you? Yeah, yeah. Second of all. Do you not, uh, do you not follow me on Instagram yeah, anymore? Okay. Was it, uh... let, me, let me see your phone really quick. Let yeah. me fix, let yeah. me see what's going on. Maybe there's some tech- Oh, oh, you muted. Oh, oh, oh wow. That, no, 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 no. No, 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 let me, let me get this out there. Muting me is, I would take way more offense to someone muting me than unfollowing me. Wow, really? Because muting you is basically saying, I still am interested in you enough to follow along, but I don't give a shit about most of the stuff you're posting every single day. I truly don't care. That's like saying I like you, but I don't like you. Yeah, it's worse than unfollowing someone. If someone unfollows me, then I can go, oh, okay, they're not interested in me. It kind of lights a fire mm. in my brain to be like, I probably shouldn't be interested in them anymore either. And then I unfollow them. It's like, whatever. You yeah. Know? It's a clean muting, break. Muting me. Yeah. Muting is like you're cheating on someone. <laughs> yeah. A div- uh, unfollowing is a divorce. Muting someone is you are cheating on them. The bad part with unfollowing is like if you want to follow them back, say in mm. three years, you're like, wow, I never talked to this person. never really knew that. And then you somehow do find out to know them. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, fuck. I gotta Although, yeah, yeah, see, I say the same thing. I'm like, well, it'll be weird if I have to request them again. Mm-hmm. And then I've been requested by people like a year or two after they probably unfollowed me. And I'm, and all I think in the moment is like, ooh, someone followed me. Mm. That's it, you know? You it's like, that, like dopamine rush? Yeah, I'm like, eh, who cares if they unfollowed me? Because now they're following me yeah. again. So now that I'm talking this stuff out, I think after this, I'm literally just going to go through my Instagram and just unfollow 500 people. Be like, oh, yeah, unfollow, not even mute them. Unfollow. Nope, unfollow. Oh. I told you, muting is worse. Yeah, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not, mm. the only people I've ever muted on Instagram are models who I'm like, I cannot, I can't look at your <laughs> Instagram stories every day, either A, because it's just your tits and I yes. literally, I just can't see it all the time, yes. or B, because it's everything else but your tits yeah. and I can't see your little dog and your, your you know, pants every day. Yes. I can't do it. I can't do it. So, yes. yeah, I would say um, it's probably, this time of year is a good time to, to purge yes. your Instagram followers. Yes. Now, for those of you listening, that doesn't include us. You cannot unfollow no. us, mute us. You have to. Where would you be without MPAV00's content? Yes. And We're going to get you to make a post. I also can't add stories. I That's the other thing that's kind of crazy. So you know how I used to have like some bullshit yeah. annoying stories here and there that would be super weird and random? Well, it would just be like your Spotify. Right. Or like random polls. I haven't had a poll. The polls were good. The People liked the polls. People did like the polls. The polls fell off though. Um, the polls fell off because you stopped posting. Them. Yes, it's true. Yes. It's true. But now I can't post anything because everything's desktop. You'll get it back. You'll get it back. I don't know. You will get it back in the next three weeks. I don't know if it's healthy. You'll get it back. I don't know. It isn't isn't healthy, but it's necessary. It's a necessary evil. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. So we were also talking, uh, I just saw West Side Story. And what I was saying to Mike, basically, for anyone who's thinking of seeing West Side Story, is I only think they should make remakes of movies if either A, the first movie was made so long ago that... It, it didn't have the special effects or CGI or whatever required to actually make it like fun to watch. Like Planet of the Apes 
Even though that, that wasn't even a complete remake, it was kind of like a sequel remake. But the Planet of the Apes remake, I liked because before it was just people in terrible gorilla costumes. And then they were like, oh, we have the technology to literally make it look like real monkeys are doing all this stuff. Those gorilla costumes were like terrible, but fantastic at the same time. They were, because like they look like gorilla old, people. Yes. They look like gorilla people. Looks yeah. like they also took like those, like, you know, sometimes you have the... The pig costumes, yeah, just with the, the nose. The yeah, so they took that and then just like painted it to they, make they it probably look like did. a monkey. They probably just put like fur on top of the pig costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's an ex- that's an example of like, okay, that's fair to remake, in my opinion. The other one is if the first movie was so bad that it makes sense to remake it. One that I would say qualifies for that is like the Daredevil movie. Do you remember the Daredevil superhero movie? Oh, shut That movie was so bad. No, That movie was was so bad. And then they made a TV show. I was literally thinking about this yesterday. The TV show, they made a TV show and people love the TV show. I love Daredevil. I love both those. You had uh, Jennifer Garner as uh, of course Colin, Colin Firth was Colin there. or Farrell uh, Colin Farrell Colin, Colin Farrell as Bullseye yeah. was incredible. I thought Ben Affleck was fantastic as Daredevil. Okay, uh, well, I can't even remember who Kingpin was, dude. I that's that's criminal. But, but that's ahead. the other thing I'm saying is that the movie was so bad that it makes sense to remake it, and that was not the case with West Side Story because the mm. old West Side Story is still good. Mm-hmm. It still holds up. The songs are great. The cast is awesome. The video quality is decent enough. So I was watching the new one and I was like, okay, like it would have it would have made more sense to me if they remade it in like modern times, like if it was about like Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Can you imagine how unbearable <laughs> that would be, dude. Whenever anything comes out with modern times, wait, Antifa and Black Lives it? Matter on the same time. Antifa oh, and Proud are. Boys. That if that would have been, if it would have been, no, if it would have been a chick from BLM and a guy from Proud Boys and they made West Side Story that way, then at least it would have made more sense to me for why they remade it. Would it have been a terrible movie? Yes. But would it have made more sense to me why they like attempted to remake it? Yes. Because they did just they just remade it exact same time period, everything, Puerto Ricans, uh, poor white dudes. Like It was the same, and I was like, the, I like the old one better, so the old one's better. I can't even imagine what that would look like today. Oh, it would be it would be terrible. It would be the probably the worst movie ever. Where made. would you even imagine start? they were like they were like this movie flopped at the opening box office? That movie. So there's two things. I'm kind of glad they didn't make like this because that movie would have either somehow flopped worse than this West Side Story, or it would have been like a cult classic. The most viewed movie in 2021. Yeah. Everyone would have loved it. They would have been like, "This speaks volley." It would have won all the Academy Awards. And I so I think I'd prefer it to be the way it was than to be some bullshit that wins all these awards. That being said, I also saw Nightmare Alley. Mike and I were kind of saying the trailer hypes it up to be like a uh, fantastical movie, like to have some kind of like all Del Toro movies do, like some big fantastical spin on it. Like, oh, the sea creature's alive, but he communicates with this woman or, oh, Pan's Labyrinth, like everything's real or is it real? And this movie, I just kept waiting and waiting. I was like, when does the fantastical thing happen? When is this guy magic? When is this kind of blah, 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 blah? Nothing. It's just a normal story about normal people. Now, granted, they are carnies, so it's not like they're not completely normal. But I was watching the movie and just kept waiting and waiting, and it was nothing there. So I would say both of those movies were solid, like B minuses. Hmm. I would say, which are like not worth it to see. No, I not, mean they're not recommenders. I'd give Nightmare Alley maybe just a B because it was a it was its own story. Like West Side Story was just a remake, right? You, you knew know, it was coming. Maybe right. with Nightmare Alley too, is that was kind of the cinematic point of the movie, expecting this switch since it's a carnies and it's kind of like a seems like it's kind of got like a fraud or deceit spin on uh-huh. it. Maybe it was like, oh, you're expecting to go ahead and fall over, but it actually doesn't because... I mean, I like the way they all wrapped it up, 
it, it was the ending very ending was was predictable by the end of it you're mm-hmm. like oh you know this is going but i if that was the point that's a, that's just mean to be like oh del toro's like oh I, they're in, I, I want them to expect something fantastical because that's what all my movies are but i'm not gonna give it to them but like maybe that's he's just doing it because it's a carny and like carnies are typical to like trick you and right take advantage of you there we go maybe that's so right. he so you're saying he wanted to be a carny by making this he, he made this multi-million dollar movie just to piss people off and be like i get the last laugh that's not a bad point if that was his intention that would be good yeah that would be good and he's kind of one of those guys too that like but the you'd problem with to that, pull that move he the, looks kind of weird he does but the problem with that he's a guy i would say merry christmas to though yeah but the problem sure. with that is he would then bring that concept to the studios and the studios would be like you know we want people to recommend this movie, right? Mm. You don't want them to be feel like they just got taken advantage of at the rubber duck game at the yeah, carnival, you know? And then they'd be like, thing, absolutely you know? not. Yeah. Or the, like, oh, okay. the the ring toss game at the carnivals. I was Dude, I was thinking about toss. the ring toss and then the scene from Joe Dirt when he's got the Pam in his oh, back uh, pocket yeah, and he's just yeah. spraying him up. Do you uh do, do was there a carnival game that you would always play? Gosh. Which one? Fucking loved carnival games. Oh, Two boy. games that I always played. The one that was big because we were a Kennywood family. The okay. one that was big was uh, it's like a. You circle. could say Merry Christmas to anyone at Kennywood. Yo, one hundred. <laughs> you could say Hi Hitler. You could say Hi Hitler at Kennywood. You could say Biden's not my president yeah. at Kennywood. They actually have a let's go Brandon ride. <laughs> you just get on like a Delta yes, flight and yes, they just, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, my God. That is literally what it is. Oh shit. Uh, it was the game with, uh, you had the wiffle ball and then it was a bunch of circles that the wiffle ball would land in and fit in, but they were different colors. So there were like oh. a bunch of that were, uh, maybe like it was a blue table, but then it had red circles, yellow circles, green mm. circles. And like, if you got it in the green circle, there were only like three green circles on the whole board and red circles, there was like 12 and yellow circles, there was like eight or whatever. And they get a different prize for whatever circle you roll them into. That game fucking loved. And then the water gun water shooter guns. game. Yeah, yeah. I loved too. The water gun, I feel like that was one of the easiest ones to win. Water Probably. Gun. I yeah. mean, I, was a, I didn't like challenges as a kid. Video games didn't work very good mm. for me. I always gave up very quickly. Uh, yeah. The one game that my dad loved that he always wanted to play was uh, Shoot the Star Out. You remember Shoot with the, the gun? Star. It had a like, fucking Tommy gun, 1920s gangster machine gun, and you had to shoot the star out. It was so shoot it, fucking shoot it out of what? Oh, you oh a piece of paper, yeah. and you just had to shoot the whole thing. Yeah, out. yeah. So your dad yeah. just like firing a gun. It pretty much. Basically, your dad just like gun target yeah, practice. Yeah, he's like, all right, let's go. He's like, we're going to the don't range. Worry, don't worry, I brought our own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take out this fucking his own Tommy gun out. Yeah, you could do that at Kennywood. It'd be fun. Oh yeah. I think I used to. um I don't know why, but the one that's coming to mind is the well, the ducks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the dart with like darts and balloons mm-hmm. and I don't think I was ever good at it but I remember uh, playing that one a lot were you supposed to throw the dart at a balloon they had a wall of prize? balloons yeah right. and they are like if you hit this one you get a you get a big prize right. and I did just, but the balloons filled with cement yeah like, it just <laughs> bounce <darts> off <laughs> and hit you in the eye yeah yeah carnival games I mean carnival games are I mean that's a it's genius the stuff that they came up with oh yeah like the well, I remember the game where it was like you have a ball and you have to not or bounce it off this like slanted board oh, yeah. into a bucket into a bucket and like some and they're like it's really so easy it. yeah it's so easy it's and like it a wiffle ball you want to play like because you'd get so close to getting it genius yeah you just play more and more your parents just yeah, like whatever oh no, let's get out of here literally whatever it makes you happy i always wondered i think we talked about this in an episode before but like you know the people that win like, yeah we definitely talked about this that win like the giant rastafarian banana mm. stuff like what what do you do with that <laughs> 
Like I've I've never ever seen one of those things outside no. of a of a carnival or Cedar Point or one of those places. I don't think they last very long. Like you, you what bring them happens? Home, yeah, well, you bring Does your them dog home, hump like, it to death? That would honestly at least it would put get put to some good use. But where, like, I've never even seen them in a dumpster or anything. Like, where do those go? They just get burned in, like, a burn pit <laughs> in everybody's backyard. Like, no, right. I don't no want anyone to know, know I have this. <laughs> it's like making a murderer, but it's all the people that have, uh, like, huge stuffed giant animals. Stuffed animals. Burning them in their burn pit. You know what no used idea. to be really popular? The, like, uh... They're stereotypical, like gray, that gray aliens. You know, like they would have the big inflatable, like five feet tall gray aliens, yes. and it was just like it was super popular, in, like the '90s, early 2000s. It was yes. like that and Stewie Griffin merch. Yeah, like the two biggest things at carnivals that uh-huh. you could win. Everyone wanted them. They're like, I want an alien. I want a Stewie Griffin. Yes. Yeah. You, had, you had the classic, uh, classic gorilla was always a popular one as well. The gorilla, yeah, yep, yep, yep. What was the? Other? Oh, we were then we were also talking about. Um, Movies we do think will be good. Licorice Pizza. Yeah. So if no one has heard of this movie, uh, it's basically about like theater kids that fall in love in the 70s in California or something like that. But the trailer looks really good. And uh, I mean, they look like dweebs, but it looks like a good movie. It does. The only thing that always threw me off was the name. I don't. Maybe they'll explain Licorice it in the movie, Pizza. but I was like, how, why, what? My thought is that it's two things that don't go together. But Fox. might See, this might is why you're the theater major might end up. I'm not <laughs> no, just for anyone out there. I was not a theater kid. Um, do I regret that? Maybe a little bit. Maybe I would like to be in a play. That would have been fun. I but would but be, I would. Can you imagine if I was in theater in high school? Dude. What you guys would have given me the shit you would have oh given my me. And that's God. not why I didn't do it. But I just remember. I'm just thinking like knowing us in high school. Yes. Oh my God. If I was like in play, we already gave enough shit to our friend who was in the plays. Cause he, but he also had to wear a helmet and pretend to be like disabled. <laughs> Do you remember his role oh in that play? Oh my God. That's holy shit. We had a buddy right. in high school. One of our good friends holy who fuck. literally, <laughs> I totally, I don't even remember that. what play that was, but he had this to- something spelling bee. Miss Judy's spelling bee. <laughs> he had to like wear a helmet and yes. play a disabled kid. I can't believe that was Dude, like, he gave that like was like 10 Oscar. years ago. They should give the Oscar to him for that. That was an incredible all performance. All the people that we give Oscars to, that was. And he would like break yeah. into, uh, if we brought this up now, I don't know if he'd like roll his eyes and be like, are we seriously talking about this or yeah, he'd actually like it? <laughs> he probably loves it. He probably, yeah. But then it's he not often you get to play a disabled kid That's in anything. That's true, especially today. So yeah. He's not playing him anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then he'd just like break into the words. He'd be talking about something and then he'd break into spelling all the word perfectly. Yeah. He yeah. was fucking incredible about that. Um, about that. <laughs> but we, uh, but yeah, so I think I think licorice pizza. My hunch is that it's two things that probably shouldn't go together, but maybe at the end of the day, when you take a bite, it's actually very good. And so now I'm kind of looking at it. Now I'm I'm as I'm talking about this out loud, I'm thinking the two kids, the two main characters in that, the the weird looking kid and the yeah. Heim. Uh, the Heim. Is that is Haim? that is that Haim? Haim or Heim? I think Heim or Heim. It's probably Heim. Who, the, who gets, like we were saying, gets better looking the more you look at her. And it's her sisters, very, too, that are in yeah, the band. You're just like, very yeah. weird. If anyone knows this band we're talking about, it's all chicks. Mm. And they're not attractive the first time you look at them. And then you keep But you looking. don't immediately, like... No, you're not like, oh, they're ugly. Right, yeah, exactly. you're not like, oh, they're gross. You're just like, huh. Yeah, they're not like Grimes. You don't look at her and you're like, ugh, yeah. she's gross. She lives yeah. up to her name. Yeah, yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but you look at them and you're like... Um, no, I'm good. But you also, but, it's one of those things where, like, you wouldn't say it to any of your friends either because you're no. just like, man, I don't know what they're going to think. So, like, yeah. everyone's just, like, kind of hesitantly silent, but everyone's thinking the same yes. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then you look at them. Yeah. Like we were saying, you look at them more and you're like, 
Okay, they got something going on. Yeah, they got something going. It maybe it's a it's a confidence thing. They, they are very say, confident. They're yeah, very I confident. Just about to say, exactly. and they're in an old chick band. It's kind of like they wear the pants. You put a fucking guitar. I'm, yeah. I'm well, I know you're a big Maggie, Maggie Rogers fan. That's so this true. Is in the but same vein. She's actually not a big guitar. I don't even know if she plays a guitar. I don't she's even. A big I singer. really don't know what she does. I think it's just something that like when females are like. Maybe it's expressive or like driven or something. I don't know. But they have more of a backbone than I have. I I think maybe like the independent side of it or something is like very attractive. Like you put a guitar guitar in their hand or like I was watching golf the other day and like the number one golfer in the world, I think he's like kind of falls in the same group. We were just like, is she hot? Is she? she? I don't know. Yeah, her name's Nellie Corda, but it's just like her playing golf. I'm just like, that's pretty. You know who that just made me think of? Nelly Furtado. Oh, Nelly Furtado. I always got her confused. Uh, Eva Mendez. Yup. And Eva Longoria. Those three, the tri- holy trifecta of me getting them confused. And that's probably racist who to was, say uh, now. But... Who was uh, the Black Eyed Peas singer that was like Fergie? On that? Yeah, I always got Fergie or uh, Nelly Furtado confused. I can see that. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. But I would rank Nelly Furtado above Fergie any day. You know who else is the uh, Pussycat Dolls? You remember the Dude, Pussycat I literally Dallas don't remember singer? anyone in the Pussycat Dolls. Oh my god, the lead singer was randomly just in the Annie remake too. Don't ask me how I fucking know that. <laughs> so so what, is so that what you're doing now? You deleted Instagram. Yeah. You're watching the Annie remake. No, this is what this is what happens when I stay with my parents for like a week. Is like oh, I watch their no. TV, so like they're always watching news, and then like on ABC or NBC, like that's where the Annie is showing, and I was like, holy shit, that's the babe from 2003. Wow, I can't believe. I, yeah, I literally don't even. I don't even know who's in the Pussycat Dolls. I have no. Clue. Loosen up my buttons. Great song. I, I remember the song, but I don't remember. I know nothing else about him. I was not big into that into that yeah. music at the time. But back going to, back, that's right. My hunch is that the two main characters, like they try to make it work throughout the movie, and maybe at the end of the day it doesn't work out. Maybe because one's licorice and one's pizza. But maybe at the very end they find out that licorice and pizza. They do go well together. That's an incredible. That's good my take. that's my hunch. That's my hunch of what it's going to be. I know I know it's going to be. Here's the thing: when I watch movies like that, it's like 1970s nostalgia in California about theater kids. Mm. I I'm not a single one of those things. I was never a theater kid. I was never in never like been to Los Angeles in my life. You got to remember, you weren't born in the 1970s. I was also not born yeah, in the 70s. Really and I didn't important. grow up in the 70s mm-hmm. either. Yeah. But then when I watch, that's exactly the vein of movie that I watch, and I like. I feel nostalgic about it. I'm mm. like, oh man, yep, I've been there before. But I think it's more the condition of like, oh, growing up, and they just—it seems like a cool time period to grow up in. Yeah, you just really wanted to do LSD. No, no, not even that. Not even that. There was never a moment where I was like, I want to do acid. But it's something about the—I don't know. Everyone looks stupid. I wonder what it would have been like to like live in that age. Everyone looked stupid. They did, but like that's. But they thought they didn't. Was in, yeah. I mean, exactly. everyone. Don't get me wrong. Like the people that are like dressing up with what's cool now look, <laughs> look literally so dumb. They look so dumb. Well, Everything they that, wear looks dumb. Yeah, it, I mean, just insanely stupid. It's just always kind of how it always is. Like you look back at like people from the early two thousands or whatever and what they wore, and you're just like, holy shit, that was terrible too. It's yeah. kind of always terrible. But I guess the average everyday person, no, they dress like a slob nowadays. Everyone wears. Here's the thing. Everyone still wears sweats and hoodies everywhere. And they've been doing that for like 20 years That's now. That's true. It's timeless comfort. I'm a big don't fucking step out of your house house in sweatpants kind of guy. Oh. Don't you fucking dare. Unless you're going to the gym or to go play a sport. Mm. Don't step out of your house in sweatpants, you fucking degenerate. Oh, Put some sturdy fucking pants on. Okay. 
That's if like you owe nothing to society. Society asks so little of you in today's day and age. If you can't even put real fucking pants on, don't leave your house. I don't care if you want to be comfortable. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're a degenerate. You're selfish. Put real pants on. Now, now, do we need to send all outside sweatpant wearers to the gulags? Yes, dude. The world needs more gulags. You don't have to agree with that take. Well, no, I'm but just yes. thinking about it now. I'm literally looking at a blanket of Cleveland. I'm just like seeing at the skyline. I was like, imagine if it was the skyline and then just a gulag next to that as well. See, maybe gulag, every maybe every main city has a gulag. Well, maybe. one of those one of the biggest buildings in downtown Cleveland is a prison. Is <laughs> like it really? one of the buildings in our skyline is what? a prison. I never do that. It's a, it's a jail. It's a jail. Is it the half circle one? No, it's the one where you look at the windows. And you're like, why are those windows so small? And they're like, it's a prison. It's a it's a jail. It's not the prison. It's a jail, I believe. Yeah. Oh, prison cell with a view. Yeah, of downtown Cleveland. That's called torture. Every couple of years, OSHA comes in or whoever, and the people from the Fed, they're like, we're shutting this whole place down. And they're like, damn, hell, like hell you are. It's modern punishment. They just make people stare at Cleveland's parking lots yeah, all day. Oh they're like, they're, they're, they're in their cell for four hours. Like, I'll confess. I'll do whatever you want. Just don't make me look at the, the place that Sherwin-Williams. I'll rat them all out. Dude, Sherwin-Williams is building... For those of you who know nothing about Cleveland, Sherwin-Williams is one of like the four companies here that has supported the Dude, entire city. You probably would have never expected it exactly that Sherwin-Williams yeah. is actually founded and headquartered here. Yes, but actually you would expect it because you're like, oh, where else would a fucking paint company be from? That's if true. it wasn't here, it'd be from Pittsburgh or Detroit. That's so true. like, true. it's one of the bastions of Cleveland and they're building a giant, massive headquarters because they make so much money from selling paint. You guys are all getting fucking scuffed when you buy paint. Just so you know, their 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 markup is insane. They're it's just paint. Uh but they're they're building a uh their world headquarters in downtown Cleveland and it, the renderings of it look so bad. Do they? So it's just it's it's like a modern full glass building where like it's just rectangular and the entire mm. thing is made out of like either see-through glass or reflective glass mm. one of the two they should make it out of that like carnival glass it looks terrible like- i thought it, you know paint company i don't know maybe like make it colorful mm. make it look like it's from the 70s you know like we were talking about the 70s people's clothes just all sorts of odd colors and everything people would be like well that looks strange but i guess window- it is a paint company yeah each window is a different every every floor is a different color something their many, models like paint the world. Do you guys how many Merry Christmas greeting people in Cleveland would make an uproar about that? About having a I multicolored remember, building? Oh, yeah. I remember hearing just if people get angry if someone on their street makes a house or builds a house that does not look like all the other houses that are in the neighborhood. That one always blows my mind. People are fucking losers. All right. My, on that note, though. The Merry Christmas thing brings us back. So, yes. Go see Licorice Pizza. Let, it know, let us know what you think. That was a great take. That was... Um, do you have, this is what I wanted to, I was like, I got to remember this coming into the podcast so we can get at this from the top. And now I completely forgot until now. Uh, it's Christmas time. Do you have any memorable Christmas stories from your family or your time on this earth that uh, you think would be entertaining or worthwhile to share? Do you have like a best Christmas ever or the worst Christmas ever or any stories about Christmas or Christmas break that you think would be exciting to share? I could start with one if you want to think of one. Um, I don't have it on the top of my head, but now I'm just thinking, oh, uh, should I tell this one? Yeah, one year my dad got so drunk, <laughs> like the day before Christmas, we didn't know where he was. He had no clue where he was. And uh, <laughs> I think he like, locked himself out of the house in a blizzard or something. Um, I can't even, I can't even remember uh, exactly what happened, but then we found him. 
like we thought he was missing. We were worried. People, it was like it was a massive blizzard. My mom's like, probably what? found him like the scene like, in uh, The Shining at the end. It, well, they were like, what if he got in a massive car accident and died on the street somewhere? And my whole family's like losing their minds, and I'm just like, keep it together, Matt. Someone's got to keep it together. Everyone else is fucking losing it. And then he just shows up at like 2 a.m. and he's just shit face out of his mind. And we're like, where were you? And he's like scraping at the garage door or something. Like can't get in the house. We're like. Where the fuck were my mom's like losing her mind? <laughs> I hope my family doesn't listen to this podcast. But that that was one Christmas I remember, and he like got in the house, or he was like asleep in the sunroom or something. I literally don't remember. We just like eventually we just found him, and I was like, "Oh, there's dad," and he was just plastered out of his mind, and like came in the house and like shut a door too hard, and like a picture fell off the wall or something. <laughs> so that's one of my most memorable Christmases ever. Was that one of the best years or one of the worst years? One of the best years for sure. (laughs) One of the best years for sure. Uh, That was a better one. Um, (sighs) Well, the best gift that I ever got was to change from that description. Best gift I ever got was an Xbox 360. Mm. I'll never forget that. That's Um, huge. Yes, that was a big monumental moment. Never thought that I was going to get it. Yeah, wow. It was like 2007 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was a very big deal. Uh Uh-huh. Freaked out at that. And then just... I don't know, played a little bit of video games. I was going to say, then you never touched it's it the, again. It's the, right. It's the repeated <laughs> cycle of my brain of like thinking that I'm a video gamer and I'm not a video gamer. No. So it just keeps on cycling through. You, but, I'm telling you, you got to focus, double down on your strengths and just completely ignore your weaknesses. Mm. It doesn't make for the most interesting life, but like I download, I got the new Halo the other day. I used to be really good at Halo. Right. Loved Halo. Got this Halo, played five matches online, was terrible. And I was like, I'm never playing Halo again. Oh, so you're saying just bail on the video game. Bail on anything you're bad at and only so, do things you're good at. So bail on sex? Why do I never golf? Oh. No one ever said you're bad at sex. No, I just... They just said you're, you have it infrequently. There's a difference. There's a difference. Like, I'm good at swimming, but I don't swim all the time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Right? There's a difference. It's true. Uh, I say bail on the things you're bad at. Okay. I played golf twice in my life. I didn't enjoy it, and I was bad at it. Never played golf again. Yeah. You know, it's and and everyone's like, no, that's where you got to double down, really. And I go, Ooh. no, because I don't want to play golf ever again. Well, it's I the don't it's really the care proverb. If you're if you're in a hole, stop digging. Exactly. Get out of the hole. Build a rope and climb out of the hole. There we go. That's what the Sumerians said. Yes, that is very true. Yes. Definitely. So wait, you got the 360. That okay, was your. Yeah. That was your. That's, that's so wait, that's an interesting take because you said that was your best Christmas gift ever for sure. But you don't play video games, and you didn't play video games. Did but you play the on moment, the Xbox? Yeah, at the moment we played quite a bit of Xbox, and it was a great gift. And I, that's the one that I got, definitely got the most excited about. Okay. Um, I mean, there were definitely definitely things I got when I was a kid that I'm sure like this thing over here. The Lego Jawa Sandcrawler. Yeah, that shit's ridiculous. That was probably, I think it was about 3,000 or 4,000 pieces that I got when I was like 12, 13 years old. That was probably the best Christmas gift I ever got. And I literally sat on the floor all day. And everyone's like, come open other places. I was like, fuck you. We're going to church. Like, fuck Jesus. (laughs) It's like the exorcism of Matt Shaver after you got that. That was one of the best gifts I've ever received. I mean, that's a a multi. Nowadays, a, a set that big would be. $900. $900. At the time, it was probably like 200 something. Like, it was an insane gift. Well, in, in considering inflation, what would yeah. it be now? Dude, I went to Philip Gas today and I saw oh, those fucking I, Biden stickers on were, the pump. I thought you were saying like you went to Philip Gas. Like Philip Gas. Like the, yeah, the, na- the national brand of gas. <laughs> yes. Philip I was like, Gas. What? Oh, fuck. What? Isn't there a Philip, uh, Philip's 
Isn't that a type of gas station like in the in like Oklahoma? Oh uh, yes, Phillips sixty six. Yeah, Phillips yeah. isn't that a gas station? It is. Yes, you're right. That's wild. So okay. Somebody, I don't know. Uh, but but uh, yeah, I was at the gas station day and someone had the the Joe Biden sticker pointing to the numbers, being like, "I did this," and I was just like, "It was like a high quality sticker too." And I just ripped it, took it off, and ripped it up and threw it on the ground. And I was like, "Who? Like who went online?" They're like, "I'm I'm gonna pay twenty five dollars plus shipping and handling for these stickers, and I'm gonna go like." Imagine that person. Imagine that person. Now, could I say Merry Christmas to that person? Yes, absolutely. Yes, that'd be totally fine. Absolutely. Yes, yes. that'd be totally fine. Absolutely. Uh, another very vivid uh, Christmas memory, not Christmas really related, but just during the times. So I was walking with my mom yesterday, and she was telling me about this story uh, about these kids a couple years ago in Cleveland that were sledding, and apparently, like, uh, were sledding, and like one died uh, sledding. One was like paralyzed, okay. and like another one, I don't know, like went into a coma or something. And I was just thinking, I was like, how the fuck does that happen? Where are they sledding? sledding? She said she gave some location. I was like, there's no way that they were sledding on a like sanctioned regular hill no. that like kids would sled on. Yeah, it had to be had like to into be a rock quarry. Exactly. Like if you ever like drive in the valley and just yeah. look up on the ledges, and it's like. Trees oh, if you just everywhere. went off there, you right. would die. Like, yeah, yeah, you would die. But then it made me remember this one time where we went to a golf course oh, over shit. Christmas, and we're pretty much doing that exact thing, <laughs> just going down the like side of random, I don't even know if they're hills, they're just like random walls or whatever, and cutting through trees and going over brush and just like rolling out and getting hit by tree stumps. Huh. And then we all went in to like a banana boat formation in this one sled. And there was a long stairwell that was all iced oh, Jesus up Christ. and filled with snow. So we went <laughs> How did these kids get paralyzed? Exactly. <laughs> and it all made sense to me in that moment. We all scurried down and like did, you know, the like hump push. You yeah, know, you yeah, hump yeah. Push. You all scoot All did forward. the hump push to get forward. And I would call finally, it the scoot. The hump, okay. the hump push is a little... A little vulgar. Yeah, yeah. And then we finally got enough where you start slowly start moving and we slowly started moving. And then at the, like the last moment, I think people kind of wanted to bail. Yeah. It was like, no, no, we're staying. And then we start going down start flying down and obviously you're going through over steps so we yes. start losing control oh, Jesus. we lose control right at the bottom everyone that's in the front there's like three people in the front and the last person in the back everybody Get in the front over. falls out and gets out fine but the last guy in the back gets clipped out and it had railings oh, on the side no. so he gets, he gets, no. he gets clipped domed to the railing and he, and he, yeah, he starts spitting and turning and his nose just oh, nails the oh. railing. And it's just like whiplash out of there. And we fall out and like everyone's Wait, laughing. It's, it's, it's what? Whiplash? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What do you think I said? I thought you said whiplash. Oh, that would be hilarious. Okay, okay. Everybody falls out. I was like laughing. Holy shit, can't believe we survived that. And we look over and we see our buddy just bleeding oh, from Jesus. the nose. And we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> And but it that, was fun, right? That was one of the best memories that I have of Christmas. It really was. This was at like two in the morning, too. It was oh, like Jesus. in the middle of the night. This is all well, yeah, dark. I mean, I was saying something to somebody yesterday. Christmas break used to feel like months. Yes. And it's never been longer than like two weeks. Right. But it felt like two months. And truly, one of the only reasons I am looking forward to having children at some point mm. is to go sledding again. Yeah. And as a kid and as a teenager, I used to go sledding because I had the hill right next to my house. Oh, yeah. And... I would see some of these dads, dads especially, moms. Moms are kind of like, oh, I like going sledding because girls would go sledding because they like, like they're like guys go like going sledding, so I go sledding with mm-hmm. guys. 
But but dudes like if dudes would go sledding any day of the week, yes. anytime, yes. any day of the week, forever. It's yes. just like an innate thing. Like and they're trying dudes to make just, it the axe games. Just love, literally, just love. They're like building these insane ramps. You break your arm on. Like yes. it's just an inherent male thing to love sledding, in my opinion. But it's true. Uh, but I would be there as a kid, and I'd be watching some of these dads, and I was like, why are these dads like fucking? vibing on the same level as me like i'm pass, eight pass around a joy just be like yeah, yeah. they awesome. were loving it and now like having not gone sledding in over 10 yeah, years probably yeah. i'm like oh man the second it's I, it's like socially acceptable for me to sled again i will be sledding as much as possible yes. now the sad thing is there may not be snow when our kids are born Ooh, good but, point yes but that would be unfortunate that would suck i mean we used to have we used to i forget what we used to call them like sled wars or something mm. where you all go we would all go down next to each other horizontally and you hold on to the sled of the person next to you and the game was to see who could be the last one at their sled and go the farthest at the bottom of the hill so what you do is you all go down next to each other at the same time and then you just try to rip the sled out from the people next to you. So like if you could get some, you're going down full speed. If you could get the sled out, then you just pull it out and throw it the other way. And that person just tumbles head over feet down the hill and just keeps falling and falling. It's kind of like a Sonic race. Oh like, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was incredible. And then up the hill, I used to always do this thing where we'd run up the hill and then I would do uh, like put on a Russian accent. I'd be like, up the hill comrades. And if they were lagging behind too slow, I'd go too slow. And I would just push them back down the hill and like be like the little brothers of the group yeah. or whatever. And they'd go, ah! And they would roll back down the hill and try to come back up. And uh, that was, yeah, that was one of my fondest memories. But yeah, even over here, you weren't supposed to sled towards the tennis courts. Kids would do it all the time and just smack the tennis court <laughs> uh, fence all the time. Yeah. Then they put up a little fence, which people loved when they did this. They would put up the fences to be like, hey, don't sled in this direction. Yeah. And kids would just pack snow over it. And then they would make like a little cool lump that they would go over. But then there'd be these metals spikes oh, in between like where they put the plastic fencing like the things that hold the yep, fence up yep. there'd be those so one one day i just hit one of those so hard i like got woozy and my brother had to drag me home on the sled because i just like i was like oh fuck i'm out of it i mean this is a dangerous there's truly like only one safe direction on this sledding hill if you think about it yeah because one direction is the road yep one direction is the tennis court. The other is a dead end street where there's yep. trees with low branches that will like cut your head off. Mm -hmm. And then there's an open field. And I'm like, well, that's there's just too many directions to make everyone well, nobody go. Wants the open field. No one wants the open field. That's just when you're going for distance. Like yeah. it's not fun. No. But I remember what you were when you were talking about going down the the icy steps earlier. At Rocky River Park, mm. kids used to sled at Rocky River Park, and kids would sled towards the lake. And the the only way did you never do that? Yes, yeah, I know what you're the only about. way you could sled towards the lake was if you knew to bail yep. before the final drop. So yep. to, to give people a visual of this. The final drop is rocks. It's an entire, it's a very steep hill. Yes. So you go down really fast and then there's kind of a drop and you can go over the first drop fine. But then if you don't bail before the second drop, that's probably 10 feet away quick. from the first one. I mean, it's quick. If you don't bail, there's like those giant quarry rocks that they put on lakes, like lakes uh, where the where the lake yep. hits the land. Yep. There's those rocks, and then there's the frozen lake uh -huh. that is not fully frozen. So if you didn't bail, like you were dying, yes. or you're gonna fall in the water. Like one of the two things is gonna happen. So I remember going down there a couple times and being like, I think I'm good on the Rocky River Park sledding because that was some of the scariest, some of the yes. scariest sledding I've ever done, um, for sure. All right, we have uh, we have now reached. The segment of the show that we like to call the Pavlik 10, which is uh, when Mike gets to bring up a topic or talk about anything he wants. It could be a continuation. It could be more sledding stories. It could be about Christmas. It could be about Halloween. Uh, it's whatever 
Mike wants to talk about. Uh, did you have anything come to mind? Anything you want to discuss? Uh, I had some things thought of. Uh, actually, I had quite a few podcast topics that I did think of and then forgot them mm. and didn't write them down, which is a very classic move. Um, it's okay. Next next week on your birthday, we'll, uh, we'll get yes. to them. Oh, It'll be your, birth, your birthday present so, is we can whoa. go through all of the topics that you have. Oh, wow. <laughs> write them all down. Yeah, Mike's um, turning 42 next yes, week. Yes, yes. Very happy 42-year-old. Um, do you think that you would be a good spy? Oof. You know, I think, hmm, my gut says no, just because I think you have to be good at uh, reading people and attention to, like, detail about other people, and I don't think I have that. Do you think that's actually what spy activities are like, or do you think that's just the spy activities that you see? It in could the be movies? the movie. It could be literally just because I watched a movie about a guy talking about reading people, and yep. that has left an impression on me. Yeah. Um, like spies in today's age are pretty much dead too, because everything's like yeah. electronically tracked, and like you can't just move within borders. Like people know fucking identity IDs. And I shit. think I'd probably be a bad spy because I would want to tell. I I would think being a spy is so cool that I'd want to tell people about mm. it. I think that would be my downfall. Mm. is I'd like go like a year or two and then I'd get some really cool gig and but then I'd be like this is awesome and then I would want to tell people like hey I'm actually working with the Proud Boys undercover and they'd be like oh you I'm don't say yeah. I'm the Proud Boy Merry Christmas yeah, they shoot yeah. me in the back of the head you know like um yeah I think my, my I think my mouth is too big to be a spy Probably. Okay, probably. that's fair. That usually is not going to work out very well if you have but a good on, mouth. But on the flip side, I do think I could probably mold into any, like I could be, I could be, I could mold into different groups if I needed to. Mm. I think I could adapt well and become like a biker or an Italian mobster or like, so I think I could adapt well. But then after like a month of that, I'd be like, I got to tell somebody I'm doing this. This okay. is awesome, you know? You know? And what, you do don't you... always have to be undercover, too. That's what you need to remember. Like, James Bond was never undercover. It's like the worst reference you could possibly ever make. But... Well, what, what, yeah, so how was he a spy? So, so this is so – this is, I just don't like the modern James Bond movies. But now mm -hmm. I have a, a question about all the James Bonds. How is he a spy if everyone knows who he is? <laughs> is he the worst spy of all time? Because anytime he goes anywhere, they're like, Mr. Bond. That's the first thing anyone ever says to him. Everyone knows who he is immediately. Everyone goes, that's James Bond. He introduces Bond. himself as it. He tells you right yes. away. He's He's the worst spy of all time. He is not a very good spy. Everyone knows who he is. He'll also just like walk up onto beaches too. Yeah. And and he's like, um, yes, I'm uh, Bond. And they're like, oh, I've heard of you, Mr. Bond. Stays in like, hotels. Just yeah. Like checks him with his real yeah, name. Exactly. Right. Doesn't he's not a good spy. He's not a good spy. Okay. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know much about how real world spies work. I don't really know either. It was just a, I don't even know how I came across it. If I was looking at shit about the CIA or uh, some other spy network or spy story. I could probably be in the CIA because at that point you just, you're just bugging Americans right. phones. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well true. And you're just listening. Ah, that's the NSA. Ah, it's the NSA. CIA kind of same shit. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, I think, I think I actually could, um, my mental makeup would just have to change. Like you, if you're a spy, you can't really give a shit about living. Or maybe you can. I don't know. I'm not I don't spy. know. I don't understand how spies do it. And this is, again, just strictly for the movies. They'll do it and do such a good job of being spies and like putting on the facade or the secrecy. But then they'll have like these moments of being in like the bathroom 
or like back at their hotel late at night Where they like crack like break down yeah. in tears it's like yeah. it's too much exactly it's like, you ever watch Peaky Blinders yes I just started Peaky Blinders oh, first great. season Man, the, the blonde chick the Irish chick who works at the bar as a barmaid but she's a spy for the main dude Man, I she's the main chick in the first season of the show that was so long. That was like six seasons ago. Fuck. Well, I just watched it. But okay. she's a spy. Yeah. And then she's like really all, she's all put together. Remember. She's like, oh, so Mr. Shelby, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but then she like breaks down and has moments where she's like, oh my God, I've been over my head. I think I know. Okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. You're right. Right. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. I, it's got to be a hard job. Oh my gosh. Yes. But I don't know. See, like the modern spies are the ones that they find every couple of years that are like, Oh, she worked for a tech company in San Francisco, and then she tried to marry a senator, but it turns out she was Chinese the yeah. whole time. The and then, like, to it, just like a uh, journalist accused of being spy in Iran, sentenced to yeah. like death, de-handing. Like, the yeah, fuck? they cut off his hands. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like so. He's a spy or is he a journalist? It seems like he's a journalist, but we well, can call anyone a spy, right? Right. If right. you really don't like him, right? Right. Right. You could be like, oh, he's a spy. Can I call my ex-wife a spy? Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was a that was a. Wait, what were you what were you saying? I was just asking if you would be if you well, would be a good well, spy. What was your answer? You said yes, I you said could. Probably, but then you, yeah. you kind I would of have stopped. To forfeit, I'd have to forfeit life. So you say you you have to be all in on the spy. Yes, game. yes. To be a good spy, you got to be all. in. You have you to be all in, right? Yes, right. You can't be. Happy and that's why James Bond is kind of pissed me off again because like, he's like a playboy, that is trying to be a spy, but he's never really with any one woman. Is Batman a spy? Because he also is is Bruce, uh, I almost said Bruce Jenner. Bruce, uh, I almost said Bruce <laughs> we Lee. Need to make Bruce that, Wayne. <laughs> we need to make that Batman Bruce, remake. Bruce Jenner. Oh, wait, no, it's Caitlyn Jenner. It is Never Caitlyn. Mind. I just dead named him. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. I wonder man, if so. you could tell Caitlyn Jenner had Merry Christmas. Probably. I, yeah, I think so. Probably. Caitlyn Jenner is one of those She was trying to be like the Republican yeah. governor of California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very odd. Hmm. Very hard to keep track. Now, you know who you could not, in a similar vein, uh, the man from Juno. Formerly woman. Ah, Elliot Page. Elliot Page would probably not like Merry Christmas. Probably not. No. She could probably kick my ass, too. I don't know. She's very frail. She's extremely frail. Yes, yes. Or he. Gosh. He. Yeah. Fuck. How, is it, can we cancel that? Which is kind of, yeah. It's end of podcast. Which is kind of weird because it's like you played a pregnant teenager and then. Right. In like probably the most popular pregnancy movie. Uh, yeah. In one of them in the, yeah. in the past 20 something years. I'd say so. I'd say so. That's kind of wild. Very iconic movie. I'm still hung up on this James Bond thing. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about Batman. I think Batman is not a spy only because he's confined to the borders of Gotham. I think spy, you have to go outside your own borders. How could you have a, like, you don't have an American spy spying on a man. Uh, uh, do you? American spies. American spies can, yeah, p- spies can spy on their own people. I guess they could, yeah, yeah. That's like what the FBI, that's all the FBI does. Is the FBI has informants. Now, would you rather be a spy or an informant? An informant or an FBI agent? No. Uh, an informant or a spy. Is an informant pretty much just telling? It's just it's a like a, a rat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, definitely a fucking spy. A spy. A rat is terrifying. But a rat, you get to oh, kind of do question. your own thing all the time, but then you get to go snitch. But a rat that probably doesn't have the same protection as... Okay, here's a good... Here's a, here's a follow-up question. Yeah. If you were, let's say you were a rat. Okay. And then Not they, the animal, right? And then they put you in the witness protection program. Okay. Where would you want to go if they let you pick? Which I don't think they do. 
Which also, the Witness Protection Program is, is kind of fucking crazy. It is. Also, you can leave it, which is also crazy. And then you're just... You can, like, 10 years in be like, yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then you And they, just, like, can't force you to do it. But then you're also, like, then they're like, all right, well, g- good luck. You're on your own. Yeah, yeah. Do you go back to being old you, or are you Witness Protection I don't, you? I don't know, actually. Mm. I don't know. Interesting. Um, the first answer that kind of came to mind was Canada, but then I kind of realized that that would probably be a terrible answer. I feel like everyone would say South America. Why even leave the States? I think they just relocate most people to the States. Then fucking, dude, put me in fucking Montana. Montana? Yeah, put me in Montana, I think. At like owning a bar or something? I wonder how much you could, I wonder if you like were the best. A better bar? No, okay. A better bar to own would be in like San Diego. What's okay? Let's say you were the best witness the FBI's ever had. You helped them take down uh, uh, the pedophile ring. Okay, yeah, there's a good answer. Don't yep. ask me how you were a spy for them, but you yeah. are. So you help them take them down, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna put you in witness protection." <laughs> Don't ask how you were a spy for them. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put you in witness protection, but you were the best spy ever, so you can go anywhere, and we'll give you whatever you want. But it can't be Mike Pavlik related. So you can't be like you can't it can't be like fly fishing in Montana, a fly fishing instructor in Montana, because they're like that's too Mike Pavlik. So it's got to be different enough where people aren't going to automatically associate with you, but it could still be whatever you want. I think I could get away with being um, maybe a bartender, like a bar owner. I was gonna say pet store owner, but I, I think mm. I like fish too much. I think that people would know. almost be too creepy yeah, too, because yeah. then you're like fraying the line of like murder. You're like, oh, he was in witness protection, but then he killed six people. <laughs> no, I said fish store. What do you think? Ah, uh, fish stores. Okay, pet store. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I, I almost think I might choose like maybe like the Carolinas. I think like the mm, uh, that's a good place Smoky Mountains and stuff uh, is very underrated. Yeah, I don't like just own a farm out there or something. How do you own a farm in the mountains? What are you farming? Uh, uh, Rocks? Yeah. Hey, you can sell them these days. There's enough fucking... What are you farming in the mountains? What is yeah, your, what are you growing up there? Yeah, so... Uh, he, Short he grass? Decided, yeah, he decided to uh, start growing corn in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, yeah. It's been a struggling... Needless to say, it's been a difficult few years. Uh, what if... <laughs> What if you told the FBI, like... Just, yeah, you're like, um, I want to go farm soy... In the mountains. Yeah. And they're just like... In Colorado. Yeah, they're like, that doesn't even exist. Like, like there's I nothing we could it. plug... You're like, that's yeah, what I want. You're like, I want to be a ski instructor in Miami. They're yeah. Like, it's impossible. It's impo-. You're like, you said I could be whatever I wanted. They're like, um, okay. I don't yeah. testify. Yeah. I don't testify. Yeah. You don't <laughs> it's just promise like, me that I could go in the middle there. middle of Miami, there's just a man-made mountain with snow on it. Just somebody like, going yeah. down the street and skis. <laughs> like, full ski guard. You're like, where'd that guy come from? You're like, I don't know. He just kind of showed up in town one day. That's just crazy Tommy. Don't don't talk to crazy Tommy. What if every homeless person was a witness protection now person? Now we're talking. Now we're fucking talking. And they're like, oh, I'm on the street. But then at night they go to like the Ritz or whatever. And they're like, just another day. Like, what if you had to be, oh, that would be bad. I was going to say, what if you had to be homeless? What if as part of the witness protection program, they have you as like a homeless person that they monitor for a year? They're like, all right, in the interim period, like you gotta be a homeless person. Which would be like totally unnecessary. That'd right. Just to, just to be like, yeah, yeah, just as like they're like, oh, everyone does, over. everyone in the program yeah. does this. Yeah. Save a space for you. Yeah. Um, that would be tough. Yeah. The biggest thing that I'd be afraid of is other homeless people. Uh yeah. the other the other day I saw, I was driving home from the gym like late at night. I saw a homeless man jump on the hood of a woman's car. 
Yep. I don't know what happened. Are you after trying it. to clean the windows? I have no idea. We were both at the stop. She was at She's the like, stoplight. my car's not even dirty. He jumps she was, on it. She was at the stoplight and the light was green. And I was like, why is this car not moving? So I go over to the lane as I'm approaching, go over to the lane to pass. And as I'm passing, I look over because I'm like, what the fuck is this car doing? And I look over and there's just a guy that's on the hood of her car, like on the windshield. <laughs> And he, it's not even like he was bouncing. He just like wouldn't get off. And I don't know what the people in the car Who do you were put doing. your your, your oh, wipers I, on at that I, point? I, I, I pressed harder. On yeah, the gas. Jesus yeah. Christ! That was one of those like, what kind of person are you though? Like fight or flight moments. And then it kind of made me think. I was just like, damn, if something does break out. I'm definitely just gonna run the other way. Well, what are you supposed to do? Like get out right. of your car and be like, hey, get off her hood. Yeah, exactly. she could be like, this is my husband. Yeah. Like you never know what she's gonna yeah, say. Like this is my true. husband. He's, yeah, he's having shot. an episode. Yeah. Exactly. Be like, exactly. fuck you and your husband. Exactly. Um, or you just beat, oh, I guess in Texas they don't have them. I was going to say up here, he'd probably just get beaten by one of the window scrapers that mm. people have for the snow and ice. Mm-hmm. You just pull that out of your car. That's a well, great that's, thing to have they, in your Actually, car. they have them too because they wipe your windshield. That's right. how yeah, they, they clean to get your, right. so yeah. They've got mm-hmm. a weapon. You've got a weapon. Next thing you know, it's the Battle of Lancelot and you don't know who's going to win. Yeah. Well, on that note, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this was a live episode, so if there were problems with the sound or a lot of thumps on the table, that was my fault. Um, but these are always usually better than the remote ones because uh, there's no delay. Um, Mike doesn't have stuff on in the background. Yeah, I have no ketchup uh, packets to be There's molesting. nothing to fiddle around with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, if you enjoyed this, please... Um, this holiday season, we ask that you please just share it with a friend, family, or loved one that you'll be with. And uh, I don't know, maybe uh, have a fire in your fireplace at home and throw this on in the background. Say, Alexa, play Hanging Shavs on Spotify. And then watch your family's faces turn to horror as they listen to us talk about the many different things that we covered here today. Um, Mike, should the people follow your Instagram on desktop yes you can follow me on desktop instagram mpav00 um i will not be posting unless somehow miraculously i get a good photo and then maybe it'll happen but that's pretty much all we got okay and as always you can follow me everywhere uh just by searching matt shaver or matt likes to laugh um and we will be back again next week uh for the special mike's birthday week episode Mm. that we have decided will be four hours long uh four hours long and we'll, uh, we'll, and we'll, we'll culminate in Mike hanging himself. <laughs> we'll be naked the whole time. You yes. guys won't be able to see it, but we will because it'll be funnier. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time.